Aren't you glad to be in the house of the Lord? Amen. You know, again, we are so blessed to have some of our guests and friends in the house of the Lord. Let's welcome them in the house of the Lord. Amen. Uh, you know, today, I, the Lord has funny ways of bringing ministers together. You know, I, you know, I, I'm just a wreck today, okay, because a few things, a few things, you know, because I've been studying about revival around the region and some of you have heard the podcast, you know, revival in Topeka, Kansas, you know, and uh, Azusa Street and then uh, Arroyo Camp about baptism in Jesus' name and, you know, this week what well, that happened and I find myself on my knees thanking God about the revelation of who He is. You know, some people say, what's the big deal about baptism in Jesus' name? I, I tell them, what well, it's not about the baptism in Jesus' name. It's the doctrine of God. I know who He is. I know who He is. You know, the, there's a time when in my Christian walk, I was a confused child. And I was praying, Lord, who are you? Are you the Father, Son, or the Holy Spirit? I don't get you. I'm confused. And, I, and He's a jealous God. If I spend too much time with the Son, and I spend too much time with the Father, then I don't spend time with the Holy Spirit. No wonder people can pray three hours. Because they just want to be sure. And, and I remember very clearly when I sat down in a home Bible study with Sister Jenna Miller. Sister Jenny, you are watching online, I know. And she taught me a Bible study and I say, I get it. I get it. And I'm so glad that this, this, this doctrine of God, the oneness of God has reached the shore of Singapore. Amen. I, come on, folks. I, you need to be excited about this. Thank you for that overwhelming excitement. Amen. I mean, I am so glad for the baptism. In, I am so glad for the name. Come on, I am so glad for that name. Hallelujah, that I was baptized is no small thing. When Sister Jenny Miller brought me to the pool and she baptized me in Jesus' name and I say, I get it! I get it! And today, here we are, here in this place, overwhelmed with God's goodness that of all the people in Singapore, He chose us to reveal that name. Amen. Don't you forget that. Don't you forget who we are. And today, I, uh, uh, we have guests from, from Brunei. We want to welcome you. Amen. Thank you for being a part of Tabernacle of Joy. I don't know about you, but they came from Batam Island just to be with us in service. Amen. I came from Woodlands. That's the furthest, I think. But they came from Batam, took a ferry over, took a, uh, I don't know what you take, but you are here. We welcome you in Jesus' name. Amen. And then we have the show waters. You guys know them. And uh, like what I said, you know, uh, I agree with you, uh, Brother Trammell, that our heroes are missionaries. You know, when they came to our shores, I was confused, don't even have the Holy Ghost. And when they told me that I need the Holy Ghost, I said, what do you mean? What, what's this Holy Ghost? What's this baptism in Holy Ghost? What's this tongue? I'm, I read it, but I don't get it. And, and when Sister Jenny Miller prayed for me, I still remember. I said, He's in me. 
Finally, the power. Finally, the weakness. Finally, the seal. Finally, the comforter. Finally, the one who guides me into all truth. I've got it. Amen. Please, folks, I, I want you to understand this. I'm taking time a little bit, but I want you to understand. Don't water this down. I say again, don't water this down. We need the Holy Spirit. Amen. I say again, we need to pray for people to receive the Holy Spirit. And if you are here today, you have not received the Spirit, you can have that Spirit. And then the best thing about this is when the Spirit comes upon me, I got it. Everything seems brighter. I feel like I can live for God. <laughs> Amen. It's alive. It's no longer religion. It's no longer rules and regulations. It's empowerment. It's, it's the gifts of the Spirit. It's the fruit of the Spirit. That I can see things that I've never seen before. And, and the name of Jesus, when I go into the name, when I pray in the name of Jesus, I can see healing. I've seen healing in my family. I've seen God heal diseases. I see it. I say that, 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 that the books of Acts is still alive. It's not a historical book. It's still alive. Let's not reduce this to something that is religious. I say God is here in this place. You felt Him today. Amen. Uh, you know, if you hear my podcast today, I was so moved by the fight in 1972. There was an outpouring of God's Spirit. There were people out there that were hungry for God. They went into the schools and every morning they prayed, they prayed, they prayed. They prayed. There was such a hunger to be filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost and the Holy Ghost fell. They had prayer meetings and then after prayer meetings, you know, those of you that are in school, if they go back in the school at the hall they were up to no good they were either smoking on their own but there is a group of young people who were speaking in tongues and praying and praying and praying 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 and then this revival started from ACS Glock Tower to Swiss Cottage and then to everywhere all the different schools and it was such a big deal that the newspaper reported it I say again this is unstoppable Amen. I say again, let's not reduce this. The Holy Ghost is real here in this place. If you are not filled with the Holy Ghost, this is your day. If you want understanding, we have a home Bible study. Amen. That we will teach you who God is. Amen. The greatest revelation that I've got, I know who my God is. And when I know who my God is, I know my purpose. And today we have some very honourable guests, our heroes of faith. Amen. First of all, I want to welcome the show waters here in Singapore. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. He, you know what? I don't understand how God has His ways of bringing all these ministers coming. And I just realized God is just revalidating some of the things that we've taught. You know, I, I, I will talk about Brother Tremor a little bit. Uh, but at the same time, I want Brother Show Waters to come and greet us. Amen. I, I, uh, you know, you're not preaching today, but come encourage us with the word today. Thank you, Pastor Timothy. What a joy it is to be in Tabernacle of Joy. Amen. Oh, I feel the joy of the Lord in my heart. Jesus stood and cried on that last day, the great day of the feast. If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. And 
he that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Amen. Amen. You know, when he said that, he was making reference to a certain scripture. Not just in general, he was speaking about the very thing they had just sang, the scripture that they had just sang in their celebration on that last day, great day of the feast. And they had just finished singing Isaiah chapter 12. And, uh, and he responded to that very thing. That's what got him so excited. Actually, in the original language, when it said he stood and cried, saying, the word means he screamed out in a very loud voice, the top of his voice. If any man thirst, let him come unto me. Why did he say me in the middle of that? Well, Isaiah said it this way. He said, behold, it's chapter 12, verse 2. Behold, God is my salvation. Amen. When you read that in the Hebrew, it says, Elohim is me Yeshua. Amen. Is my Yeshua. Elohim. Amen. God is my Jesus. Amen. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord, Jehovah, is my strength and my song. He also is become my Yeshua. Amen. Jesus. And then it says in verse 3, Therefore with joy shall you draw waters from the wells of Yeshua. Amen. Of Jesus. I mean, they just sang that very thing in Hebrew. And so he said, come unto me. Here I am. He was in their midst. Amen. Praise God. In fact, the verse ended. Verse 6 says, cry out and shout, thou inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. <laughs> Amen. And there he was right there in their midst. Friend, he's right here in this house. It doesn't matter what has gone on in this building before. But when you came in as the temple of the Holy Ghost, we made this place a sanctuary for His presence. And He is here. And when He shows up, anything can happen. My mind quickly went while we were just standing in the presence of the Lord. You know, memories start coming, especially when you're as old as we are. We have lots of memories. I was pastoring in the state of Wisconsin, just a young, young pastor. And, uh, and there was a, a little, we thought she was elderly. She wasn't much older than I am right now. But <laughs> and she came, first she came to take her daughter out of the church. She didn't believe in a God of miracles. That was just in the past, in her thinking. And she came right down to the altar, boldly got her daughter out of the altar, who was a married woman at the time. I'd been teaching them Bible studies, Brother Tim, Timothy. And, uh, and so she hauled her out. Second time she came, same thing. Third time she came, she sat through service, 
And the next thing I knew, she was in the altar next to her daughter. <laughs> Amen. That little lady had several physical conditions in her body. And, and one by one. When she came out of waters of baptism, her knees that were so swollen, she walked with two canes, and her knees that were so swollen were instantly touched, and the inflammation was gone. She came out waving those canes, saying, Pastor, you might as well have these. I don't need them anymore. Amen. Amen. That same lady came one night. She actually had had a back injury when she was a teenager and she was bent over and could not straighten up a hump on her back and and she came in service that that evening and she says pastor I, I need prayer I feel like I just can't breathe it's just being pulled over and I can't breathe I said okay when when I feel it's right we'll, we'll call you out and we'll pray for you and uh, and so about the third song, just like t today, about the third song, something settled in this house. And I called her down and, 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 and stepped off the platform and met her about the, the, the first pew, row of pews right there in the island. Before I could lay my hands on her or even say in the name of Jesus, amen, people watching, God straightened, instantly straightened her back. As we heard, it was like pop, 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 pop. And she just stood right up. She said, oh, thank God, I feel better. And turned around and walked back to her seat. Well, we are all just amazed. Amen. Same lady came one night and said, well, I went to the doctor to have my cataracts removed. I can't see at night. I'm just, it's so bad I can't even see at night. She said, and he said, you're told too old. I'm not going to touch you. It was back several years ago, of course. And she said, well, if you won't, she said, I'm going to go to another doctor that will. He said, who's that? Said, Dr. Jesus. I said, well, who am I to doubt that kind of faith? I said, come down here, Sister Edith. Amen. We're going to lay hands on you. And when I laid my hands on her eyes... Amen. And said in the name of Jesus, that blindness leave. Amen. I took my eyes, my hands off her eyes, and she just fluttered her eyes and said, Praise God, I can see. And turned around and walked back to her seat. Her own son-in-law didn't believe it. Got home that night, and instead of being led by the hand to her door, she jumped out of the car and headed, and he jumped out and said, Wait a minute, Grandma, we, uh, wait for me. She said, Oh, brother, oh, Bobby. said, I can see the Lord healed me. And he did. She just had perfect sight from there on and great faith. I'm here to tell you the same Jesus is right here, and he's still crying out if any man thirsts. Oh, you can know him. You can know him by name. Amen. That very name means who he is. God has become my Yeshua. Amen. The very name Yeshua, Jesus, in its Hebrew form means Jehovah has become my Savior. Amen. He is our Savior. It's God Almighty robed in flesh. 
and the glory of God emanates from his face and it's here in this house today. Receive. Let's just lift our hands right now. Amen. In the name of Jesus, we come against sickness. We come against weakness, frailty. In the name of Jesus, oh Lord, you even declared in your word, you renew our youth like the eagles. You are here, Lord. And by your mighty hand, healing, healing. I curse that thing right now because you cursed it on the cross. You took it in your body and nailed it to the cross that we might be set free in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Aren't you glad for that name? The Bible says in Acts chapter 4, verse 12, neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. You know, uh, uh, um, this is a big deal for me that you are coming. Because I was introduced to you. At first, I don't know you at all until Brother Brown Michael sent me a text in May. Okay, a photo. I have the photo here. Okay, and he showed me, hey, you know this guy here? I say, who's that guy? Oh, that's Bishop Tremel. I say, okay, but the other guy looks very familiar in Singapore. Okay, so we were talking about he met one of the biggest churches in Singapore, Joseph Prince, and had a conversation with him twice. And I can tell you one thing. He, someone shared with him the oneness of God. Amen. And you don't understand what this is doing to me because God was speaking to me. You heard my prayer that the next greatest revelation that will hit Christian churches is the baptism of the name of Jesus. Why? The importance of the name of Jesus. I, 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 folks, if you have not heard it, this is the first time that you need to get into a Bible study. Amen. You need to get into a Bible study and then when we start to see the Scripture, like you will see, now I know why we pray in the name of Jesus. Now I know why we baptize in the name of Jesus. The apostles, every one of them baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. And you need to be baptized in Jesus' name. Come on, everybody say Amen. Not your somebody and say that. Let's get excited about this. Amen. Amen. And, 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 and here's the deal that God has been praying. I think that God has called Singapore Tabernacle of Joy specifically to pray first for revelation and understanding the heat. Amen. Are, are you all with me here? Okay. It's a big deal. Because we just read in Acts chapter 4 verse 12. There's no other name given. What's that name? We just heard what he said, Yeshua. Jehovah has become my Yeshua. Folks, I, 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 I want you to understand that, 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 you know what, we are not here to build bigger churches or whatever. I just want people to be safe. Are, are you all with me? In fact, if people get to know more about baptism in Jesus' name, maybe, you know, my job will get, you know, maybe you guys will go to the other church. I don't know, you know, but, but I don't care. I just want people to be safe. 
I want the name of Jesus. I want the identity of Jesus, the doctrine of God to be rightly understood who He is. Because if we don't know who He is, then what's my object and my substance of faith? Are you with me? It is a big deal. Amen. Because the Bible says, if you know I am He, if, Amen. Everybody say, praise the Lord. Here's what we want to do. Okay. Before the 1972 outpouring, there's a behind the scene that is happening. There were Pentecostals at that time in Singapore. They don't tell you this. The Pentecostals, the spirit move among another group of people. And I heard their testimony. For every week, they pray for the outpouring of the spirit. And it came. Amen. If we were to do that, if we are the people of the name and we start to pray, Lord, reveal to Christian churches about the baptism and identity of Jesus Christ, what would happen? Amen. Can we just lift our hands and pray, Father, in the name of Jesus. Why don't we stand to our feet right now and just pray? Because I think that we need to pray. God loves, uh, I love every one of my Christian brethren. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus. Come on, just let your voice out for a moment, Father. I pray, God, you have already poured out your spirit. But Lord, I pray, God, for the spirit of truth to do its work, God. That I pray, God, that they will begin to see you, Lord, as one, Father. Hallelujah, Jesus, that the name of Jesus Christ will have His way, do His will. Lord, in the name of Jesus, God, that You will begin to speak to pastors, You begin to speak to church leaders, You begin to speak to bishops, You begin speaking to everyone in all those churches, God, that they will see who You are. Father, I pray, let it be so. Lord, just like in the stories that we've read, Lord, people are questioning, Lord, about bad Baptism in Jesus' name, Lord, and Lord, that there's a that, that let them come to a place, God, where they realize, God, there is no name given, uh, 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 Lord, there is no name given to us, God, but the name of Jesus Christ that will bring salvation, Lord, to His people. Father, we ask God that You do it in the name of Jesus. And all God's people say, Amen. Here's one more prayer that I want to pray. The Bible says pray for the peace of Jerusalem. But I want us to pray that God will manifest Himself like His identity too. Amen. That God will reveal Himself as Messiah. Because the Bible says they will see who they have pierced. And they will cry out. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem right now. We pray, God, that you will reveal yourself as Messiah. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you will begin to give men dreams, visions, God. Father, like in the days of old, that you will send angels, oh God, to the people that, that are looking for answers, that are looking for the way, the way, Lord. I pray, God for, for revelation. I pray God that you will lose angels, God in Gaza Strip right now. I pray God Lord that no weapon formed against them shall prosper in the name of Jesus. But God that there will be a revelation and understanding when, when Lord all this, this nation comes against them, God, that you will raise up a standard. Lord, that you will protect God, the nation of Israel, your people, your covenant people. Before you have told Abraham, I will bless those 
those that bless you and I will curse those that curse you. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, have your way. Protect the innocent, Lord. Protect the innocent right now in the name of Jesus. Let's give Him praise for a moment. Father, we give you honour. We give you praise. Thank you, Jesus. Again, if you really want to know more about the end times, we have a home Bible study. We have an end time class. If you are interested, let some of us know. Let our staff know. Let your friend who brought you here in this place, I guarantee you, it's exciting. Amen. Amen. So God is wanting to reveal Himself time and time again. And today, if you are here new in this place, we invite you to the greatest, greatest story ever, the gospel. I believe with all my heart that everybody deserves to hear the gospel. Amen. Praise God. And without any further delay, we want to welcome our special guest speaker, Bishop Trammell. If you do not know who Bishop Trammell is, you all remember, maybe you all remember the mother who came to Singapore maybe more than 20 years ago. Okay, Sister Freddie Trammell, right? She taught, she taught us how to teach our children how to pray. Amen. She was in Chinatown Point. I still remember she taught us. And then there was a spirit of prayer that moved into that room. I still remember very clearly. Amen. So you are in for a treat because this is her son. The byproduct of her prayer. Amen. Come on, let's welcome Bishop Tremel here in this place. Welcome to Singapore, Minister. Thank you, thank you. I love you. I love you. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the tabernacle of joy. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Wow, I feel joy here today. And I want to say, first of all, it is a tremendous honor to be here today. I, uh, I was my mother's son in whom she was well pleased, but not her only begotten son. She had two sons and two daughters. But it is wonderful to be here. It's so good to be with my friends. Uh, brother and sister Showalter, my, my, I uh, was hoping he'd just go ahead and preach <laughs> because I got to preach again this afternoon. And that would have, you know, he could have went ahead and it would have been wonderful. Wow. Wonderful people. I could talk to about them a long time. They were at my home in Festus, Missouri, right before I married my wife. And they were preaching for my father that is now 90 years old. And he said to me, tell them I still remember that great revival in Festus, Missouri. It was powerful. Praise God. It is so good to be with your pastor, Pastor Lee, Sister Lee, and all the great congregation here today. God bless you. Why don't you clap your hands into the Lord? And let's give him praise right now. Praise God. Praise God. The Bible says, you may be seated, the Bible says, where two or three are gathered together in my name. There am I in the midst of them. Now, Jesus Christ pledged his presence to the smallest congregation possible, two or three, gathered together in his name. Now, we're not here today in his memory. We're not having a memorial service for Jesus because he's not dead. We're here in his name. He said, there am I. He didn't just say, there I will be. There am I. That's the perpetual present. When you get here, I'm already here. 
There am I in the midst of them. Jesus is in the midst of us here today. And I do feel his presence uh, in a wonderful way. I'm going to sing a song. And I think they have the words on the screen. Sing it with me. If you don't know it, maybe we'll learn it real quick here. I love you, love you. I need, I need to hear you. I love you, love you, love you, Jesus. And I praise your holy name. You are the Alpha and Omega. You're the first the last the same I love you, love you, love you Jesus and I praise your holy name you are the Alpha and Omega you're the first the last the same you let them hang you on a tree you died for sinners just like me. I lift my voice up with a cry. Your nail-scarred hands have dried my eyes. You let them hang you on a tree. You died for sinners just like me. I lift my voice up with a cry. Your nail-scarred hands have dried my eyes. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, you let them hang you on a tree. You died for sinners just like me. I lift my voice up with a cry. Your nail-scarred hands have dried my eyes and oh how I love Jesus. Sing it with me together. Yes, oh how I love Jesus. Oh how I love Jesus because he first loved me. Hallelujah. Lift your hands with me and let's praise him. I worship you, Lord. I worship you, Lord. I worship you, Lord. I do believe what Pastor Lee has said today that God is doing some great things in the earth. We are in the midst of a great revival, and the Lord is leading, leading people to key people that God will speak to them. He mentioned me talking to uh, the pastor in this city. It's a very unusual circumstance that that happened. I was in a bookstore in London, and he was the only other person there. And uh, we talked for quite a while. I told him, I said, tomorrow I'm going to another bookstore. And so when I got there, it wasn't long. He came in the bookstore, and we talked again. And we began to talk about the oneness of God. There is a name I love to hear. I love to sing of its worth. 
It sounds like music in my ear, the sweetest name on earth, the name of Jesus Christ. Praise God. I want to read today from the book of Luke. It is so good. It's so good to be here. I, um, I asked the Lord what I should preach today, and I would not have preached this message unless I really felt it. But I do feel it in my spirit today to preach this to you. Um, and I'm not going to preach long. Everybody said, praise the Lord. I'm not a long-winded preacher. I was preaching years ago for Brother J.C. Cole, which was the father of Brother Billy Cole. I think Brother Billy Cole has been here and preached. And so I, I was preaching, and uh, there was a young man that came along that was from that church, came out of Bible school, and Brother Cole said, we're going to let him preach tonight. And so he got up and preached, and uh, he went for 30 minutes, and he went for one hour. He went for two hours, and then for two hours and a half. I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. And so I was sitting by Brother Cole on the platform, and Brother Cole was saying under his breath, Oh, Lord, is he ever going to shut up? <laughs> and he said, My Lord, have mercy on these saints. And so after the service, uh, the next night, I heard Brother Cole talking to him in the office, and he said, young man, repeat after me, 20 minutes is long enough for a good sermon and too long for a bad one. And so he was repeating that, 20 minutes is long enough. Now, I may preach a little more than 20, okay, but it will not be long. But I felt very impressed to preach the message that I am going to endeavor to preach to you today. This is an apostolic, one God, Holy Ghost, Jesus' name, church. Right? We believe there's only one way. And we believe there's only one name. Luke chapter 15 and verse number 11 is a very familiar story to most of us. And it's the story we call of the prodigal son. And he said a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance or his possessions with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in the land, and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country and sent, that sent him into the field to feed swine. And he would have fain filled his belly with the husk that the swine had eat, and no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many servants of my father... Have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father, and I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me one of thine hired servants. Psalm 16 and verse number 6, the lion's the lines have fallen unto me in pleasant places. 
I have a goodly heritage. Everybody say heritage. Second Timothy 1 and 5, when I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in you which first dwelt in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that it is in you also. Would you lift your hands with me right now together and let's call on the name of the Lord and ask the Lord for help in the name of Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your word today. We ask you to speak through us, Lord. Let us say only what we need to say in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. This is a story of a man that came to his father, and he said, give me my inheritance Now, I want to speak to you today on this subject, inheritance versus heritage. Everybody say inheritance versus heritage. Notice the prodigal son did not ask for his heritage. He asked for his inheritance. And there is a difference we will soon discover in what a mistake that he had made. He went out to start a new life with a new future, with an inheritance, but without heritage. At first, he believed there was nothing that he couldn't achieve. He was probably the kind of guy that people liked to be around. He was the party guy, the consummate life of the party. But what he did not realize, and I'm preaching at first today to the church. I will preach to both church, and if you're not in the church, but I want to talk a little bit about our heritage today. What he did not realize was that the inheritance alone could not obtain for him the life that he had envisioned. He had dreams and he had visions and he had a lot of desire to, uh, to do things because he had asked for his inheritance and so he got that. But it, it came to a day when he was working the lowest form of work that any Jew could work and that was feeding hogs. And in the hog pen, he came to himself and he said, I'm going back to Father's house. Aren't you glad for Father's house today? I'm glad that I'm in the house of joy. I'm glad that I'm in a house where the glory of God is present. I'm so happy to feel what I feel here right now because Jesus Christ is in this house. But he said, I'm going back to Father's house not in search of more inheritance, but to discover the heritage that he had left behind. You see, there's a difference between a good family and a not-so-good family. There's a difference between a great nation and a not-so-great nation, and it's discovered in that one word, heritage. There's a difference between a good church and a not-so-good church, but I am here today in a church of heritage. I am here today that in a church that still believes there's only one God, and his name is Jesus Christ. I am here today in a church where I believe your heritage river runs deep in this place today. And so what, what is heritage? It is, it is what we are. It is 
intangible things. It's our beliefs, our morals, our ethical standards. Someone said you teach some by what you say. You teach more by what you are, but you teach most by what you do, but you teach most by what you are. Heritage cannot be bought, and it cannot be sold. It's not money. It's not stocks. It's not bonds. I am from the United States of America, and America, there's a song we sing, God shed his grace on thee and crown thy hood with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. Well, I will tell you today that there are millions of Americans that are enjoying an inheritance of freedom and financial blessings, but they have forgotten their heritage. They have forgotten where it came from. They have forgotten the fact that there was a president uh, by the name of George Washington that said it's impossible to govern a nation without God or the Bible. They've forgotten a President Lincoln that said, I believe that the Bible is the best gift that God has ever given to man. All the good from the Savior of the world is communicated to us through that book. That was the words of our 16th President of the United States. Andrew Jackson said, that book, sir, is the rock on which our republic stands. And so there is a difference between countries that don't have heritage uh, but only have inheritance. And there's a difference between a church that only has an inheritance and not a heritage. There are so many churches today that have taken their heritage and they put it aside and they said, we've been blessed with money, we've been blessed with things, and they've forgotten their heritage. Our heritage today is baptism in Jesus' name. Our heritage today is the fact that prayer and fasting is the only thing that works in this hour. If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn for their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will heal their land. The reason today that we have inheritance and blessings in this church is because there is a heritage of blessing in this church. There's a heritage of blessing. How many thank God for your heritage today? Would you lift your hands right now and thank God for that? Thank God for the heritage. Praise God. I mentioned Brother Cole a while ago. Brother Cole was a good friend of mine. And years ago, uh, when he was starting the church in Parkersburg, West Virginia, he, uh, they, there was a little garage they started in, and the uh, ladies would go there to pray for their sons that were in World War II. And so they'd get in there, and they would pray and pray so loud and shout and cry. Uh, someone called the police and said, you've got to come down here and do something about it. And so he met with Brother Cole on the outside of that garage, and he said, somebody needs to do something about it. And Brother Cole said, well, you're the policeman. You go do something about it. And so he walked in to the building, and when he walked in, there was these ladies crying and praying and seeking the Lord, and he turned around and walked out and said, I can't do anything about that. That's the kind of heritage that we were born in. That's the heritage this church has. That's the heritage of fasting and prayer. My mother, who was here a, few year, a number of years ago, before I was ever born, she was a preacher. 
and she would preach on the streets in a little town called Harrison, Arkansas. And um, uh, she was a, also worked in that same town, and she was a secretary. And so the boss said, if you don't stop preaching on the street, you're going to lose your job. And she said, well, my job is important, but it's more important than I, that I preach on the street. And she kept preaching on the street, and she never lost her job. Now, I want to tell you something today. We have a great inheritance of blessings. The country has a great, this country seems to be blessed with an inheritance of blessing. But that heritage of, of the blessings of God, the revival that brother was, pastor was talking about. I believe God wants to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. And I believe that means there's coming a great revival in this city, in this state, in this church. God is going to pour out his spirit. I feel that right now in the Holy Ghost. Why don't you lift your hands and say, I believe that today. I believe it right now. Praise God. You see, heritage, when, when people throw away their heritage, we have many churches in America that they have a heritage of Pentecost, apostolic Pentecost, and they throw it away. But the next generation has neither inheritance or heritage. When you throw away the heritage of one God, when you throw away the heritage of baptism in Jesus' name, when you throw away the heritage of the receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost, you have nothing left but just the inheritance of buildings and things and blessings, but you've walked away from the heritage of blessing in your life. I feel to tell somebody today, let me tell you, there is something that's in this church. It is a powerful river of heritage, and we must never get away from what brought us to where we are today. We must never get away from what brought us the blessings of God that we feel in this place today. In the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. I re, I, uh, my grandmother on my father's side was an, a, a Baptist lady. She was sitting in the rocking chair back in the 1930s in the Ozark Mountains. And she began to read a tract on receiving the Holy Ghost. And as she read that tract, God filled her with the Holy Ghost. And from that day forward, she began to pray and began to seek the Lord. And all of her family, every one of her children, every one of her grandchildren, I think, except one, everyone on every side received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Her pastor was Brother T.W. Barnes. And uh, uh, Brother Barnes said, if Jesse Trammell had eggs, I had eggs. If she had milk, I had milk. And so I have a great heritage today, a blessing on both sides. Many of you today, maybe you're first generation, but if you have the Holy Ghost today and you have been born again of the water and the Spirit, you have started a brand new heritage in your family that will go for generations. Let me tell you, it's time for us to recognize the fact that we are a blessed people. We are a blessed people. Hallelujah. It's heritage that produces inheritance. But a lot of times people take the inheritance and then forget their heritage. In Jeremiah, God grieves over his heritage. Jeremiah chapter 12 and 13, he was grieving over his people. 
It was the people that he wanted to see the glory, that God wanted to see his glory and honor through those people. Deuteronomy chapter 28 says, I will bless you because you would be faithful. If you are faithful to read my word and to keep my commandments, too many people today are wanting to have a life for themselves on the basis of their inheritance to the exclusion of their inheritance. Esau and Jacob, of course, is a story that helps us to understand this, what I'm trying to bring to you today. Esau said, I want what I want, and I want it now. Not thinking about how his decisions would affect the people later on. The prodigal son, when he left home, he sought the father's living, but he did not seek the father's heart. The father's goods without the father's passion for the goods. Physical materials and blessings, but the perception of tomorrow is something I'm talking. Hebrews chapter 11 uh, says it speaks of the promises of God yet to be. Uh, I see today a great revival in this city and in this place because of the great heritage that we have. But we must not walk away from the fact that there is only one God. We must not walk away from the fact that the Holy Ghost is still real and God is still pouring out His Spirit upon all flesh. Jude chapter 1 and verse number 3 says, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation... It was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered to the saints. For there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying even the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me tell you, there are men that have crept in that are denying the fact of our heritage. But God says, I am going to let you know something that the lines have fallen unto you in pleasant places. For, for Psalm 61 and 5 says, For you, God, have heard my vows. You have given me the heritage of those who fear your name. Our inheritance is not baggage. Our heritage is not baggage. Our heritage is not bondage. Our heritage is powerful. You see, the great commission flows out of the great commandment. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your mind, and with all of your strength. Would you lift your hands and say, Lord, help me, God, to love you. Help me to love you with all my heart. And my soul, my mind. And my strength. Now, I believe there are, there are five things that I want to talk to you about. There are five non-negotiables that we will not compromise when it comes to our heritage. Everybody say five things. And that, those things are in, every word starts with a P, a person, passion, the prophetic, the power, and the plan. This church is centered around a person. The truth was a person before it ever became a doctrine. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 16, For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, 
whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, and all things were created through him, and he is before all things, and in him all things consist. He is the head of the body of the church, who is the beginning of the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. We are unapologetically Christ-centered. We are unapologetically one God people. We are unapologetically apostolic. And so we are centered around one person. It's already been said today. We believe in that saving name, Acts 4 and 12. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Since we were talking about, well ago, about meeting with, uh, uh, with Pastor in the city, uh, he said, oh, you're one of those Jesus only. I said, no, I'm Jesus everything. How many are Jesus everything today? It's Jesus in the morning. It's Jesus at noon. It's Jesus all day long. David said seven times in a day will I praise him. You say, well, that's impossible. No, it's not. When you get up in the morning, praise him. When you have your breakfast, praise him. That's two. After breakfast, you have your break, praise him. At noon, praise him. In the afternoon, praise him. In the, in the evening, at supper time, praise him. And right before you go to bed, praise him. Seven times in a day will I praise God. You know, some people have, they have this huge, problem and they have this little God and all they can see is their huge problem and they forget how big and how wonderful God is but their God is about this big and their problem is about this big you know what you need to do turn it around make your God this big is anybody going to help me preach right now Make your God this big and make your problem this big because greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. We are centered in the name of Jesus Christ. Some people say, why not accept other, why not accept other religions? Why not make allowances for other people? They mean well. Why do you always have to come back to Jesus? Because, number one, it's the person. Isaiah 44 and 8, is there any other God beside me? Is there any other rock? I know not any. Only one. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And if you come to Jesus and you realize how powerful and how great and how wonderful he is, he is able to heal you today. He's able to deliver you today. I have, I guess, uh, what happened to me some years ago, my mother passed away uh, about 10 years ago. And uh, when she passed away, of course, it's not a good day when your mom passes away. And I said, oh, Lord, I want you to touch me. And I had a spiritual experience when she died that I, I could not, I, I knew it was unusual. But I found after that she died, everywhere I was going, I was talking to people. I was witnessing to people. I mean, on the plane, 
uh, in restaurants. I'm talking to people. I'm praying for people. And I said, God, what in the world is going on in my life? And, and I had a cell phone in my hand, and I looked down. This is the truth before God. And I looked at it, and it said, the mantle of a mother. And I thought, wait a minute. My mom, that's what she did. She was a person everywhere she went, she was praying for people. Everywhere she went, she was talking to people. Can I tell you, I don't know what mantles are all about, but I tell you, I believe there's some mantles here today. There's a heritage of Holy Ghost power in this church. Does anybody want a mantle of Holy Ghost anointing? Does anybody want a mantle of Holy Ghost blessing that you can reach out? Come on, lift up your voice right now to the Lord. I believe God wants to give you that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I was preaching in Washington, D.C. about five or six years ago, Brother Gerald Staten, and there were some people in our church that had, that had got us a room, and it was in a very nice hotel. I didn't pay for it. I wouldn't have wanted to pay for it, but they paid for it. It was at the Trump Tower Hotel, which was a pretty nice place. And so, you know, if they give you a gift, you enjoy the gift, right? <laughs> Don't let me pay, but I'll, I'll enjoy it. And so... We, we, we stay in this hotel, and, and on Saturday, we're, we're out and going around. We went over to uh, uh, another city, Annapolis, Maryland. And on the way back, I told my wife, I said, I am going to see the president of the United States today. And she looked at me like, uh, okay, I'm sure you are. What I'm telling you today, and I'm getting to a point here, that God is, going, is getting ready to open up this truth and lead us to people that you would, you would be shocked. This is, this is a real thing. This man said it today. This is real, folks. This is not just some doctrine, some crazy nuts that we are. We are not nuts, and we're not crazy. We have the truth that will save people. And so we are riding along, and I said, I'm going to see the president today. And, and she kind of looked at me like I lost my mind. And we got back to the hotel, and when we got there, we noticed... As we got up to the hotel, there was a lot of people, in a, and there was a, a, there was a presidential limousine coming in. I said, I told you I was going to see the president today. And, and so uh, we got inside, and uh, I asked, I said, is there any way that, that uh, we'll get to see, I'll get to see him? Asked the man there in charge. He said, oh, yes, they, they come here. Him and Melania come here uh, about every six weeks on Saturday night. Well, it happened to be that night, that Saturday night. And, and so I'm standing there, and I said, I'm going to see him because the reason I said that is because God had gave me a word to give to him. The president, now I'm not up here boasting. I'm just telling you, God can lead you to people you never thought possible. Come on, there's a Holy Ghost anointing on somebody in this, on all of you here today. God's going to use us to see great things happen in this city, in this community. Does anybody believe that right now? And so I, I'm standing there, and sure enough, here they came. And here comes the president, and there was a few of us, a number of people had gathered around shaking hands. And when he got to me, I shook his hand. I shook the president's hand. You look like, stand up. Oh, yeah, I like that. And I shook his hand, and I said, uh, I've got a word from God for you. 
And I gave him a scripture that day. And the next day, something happened that went right along with what I had given him. Let me tell you, God is trying to get through to this world. And he's going to get through to this world by the power of the Holy Ghost. He's going to get through this world doing things that we don't even believe he can do. Amen? Amen? Amen. So, that mantle of a mother... I thought, that's, that's working. There, there's a mantle of Holy Ghost anointing here. It's been here for many years. It's a great heritage. But what we've got to get, number two, is a passion. We have a person, but we also have to have a passion. Jesus called his disciples, the Bible said, that they might be with him. And then he said he called them to heal the sick. And to raise the dead. And to cast out devils. But the first thing he did was he called them to be with him. The Lord is calling the church to be with him. God is is not wanting us just to like him. But he's wanting us to love him. Uh, Love the Lord your God with all of your mind. With all of your soul. And with all of your strength. The Bible says lawless Lawlessness will increase and love will grow cold. But God is calling us to have a passion. Everybody say passion. I have a passion to see the glory of God among the nations. A passion for the power of God to come. A passion for God to heal those. I love our music. How many love our music? I make no apology for our exuberance in worship. Thank God for that. Thank God for that. Uh, but we need to love him passionately. This is the kind of passion that motivates us to live for God and to give God the glory. As I said, the great commission flows out of the great commandment. And thank God for the passion we have. Number three, the Lord wants us to be a prophetic people. Would you lift your hands right now? And just praise him for just a moment. God wants us to be a prophetic people. A passion for God will produce a prophetic people. A praying people will produce a prophetic people. Revelation 19 and 10 says, The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Now when we come into this house... Prophecy is not just talking dates or setting dates, and I believe God can do that. But when we come in here together to worship God, the spirit of prophecy begins to move. The testimony of Jesus Christ. I was preaching at a church in Michigan. I was the superintendent of Michigan for about 10 years, and I was preaching in a church there that was a pretty large church, probably about 1,000 people there that morning, and I preached about Jesus Christ, and I talked about how there's only one God. And after the service, a week later, the pastor called me, and he said, do you speak Arabic? And I said, no, I don't speak Arabic. He said, well, there's a lady here from Saudi Arabia, and she said that you said in perfect Arabic. She said that there, there is only one God, and his name is Jesus. 
and she heard it in perfect Arabic. Now, I don't know if I said it in Arabic, but I know one thing. God let her hear it in Arabic. Oh, we need the spirit of prophecy to come into this church right now. And whatever needs to be said, it will be said in the Holy Ghost. There is power. Somebody needs to be healed right now. If you need healing your body, stand to your feet right now and just say, I believe I'm healed in the name of Jesus. If you need direction, if you need deliverance, stand to your feet right now and say, I believe it. Hallelujah. That's it all over the building. That's it. Reach out your hand to somebody and pray for them right now. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We have a heritage of old-fashioned Holy Ghost anointing. We've got a heritage of worship. We've got a heritage of healing. We've got a heritage of praise. And we might as well go ahead and praise him. Hallelujah. We need, we need a prophetic voice. We need a prophetic voice speaking. Every time we come in the house of God and people begin to worship God, something, something is going to happen. Uh, I was preaching in another one of our churches, and, and after, after I got done preaching, I saw this. Uh, I'm going to use this young man again. Come here. I saw this young man standing over to the side and now he doesn't look like you because you're all finely dressed. But this man looked maybe like he was a, a guy from off the street, you know, one of these street guys. Not you. Okay. <laughs> I don't want you to feel bad at all. You look very good today. You're dressed wonderful. And so I I, I saw him and, and the Holy Ghost spoke to me. You know, when we stay right there, when we, we, we start following the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost is going to tell us to do things that we sometimes don't want to do. Right? I was on an airplane one day and I began to talk to a guy. He told me who he was, and he was a pretty famous guy. I started praying, he began to speak in other tongues. Now, come on, God wants to do something through the church. He wants to do this through the church. He wants to do this through the church. And so I walk over to this man. And not, not like he, he was much, much different than you. But the Lord told me, he said, hug him. And he was dressed very shabbily. And he, he looked awful. And so I, I said, Lord, I pray for this man, Lord. I pray, God, that you would touch him. And the Holy Ghost said, I said, hug him. Bless him, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. One more time, I'm telling you what the Lord told me. I said, hug him. Oh, hallelujah. I began to hug that man. And when I backed away from him, he was, tears were flowing down his cheeks and he was speaking in tongues. I did not know it, but for the very first time in his life, he was speaking in tongues, and I found out later he was living a very, very vile lifestyle. He was not living the way a man should live. 
and God filled him with the Holy Ghost. What I'm trying to tell you, church, don't look on the outside. Don't worry about what they look like. Don't worry what it seems like. Reach out. Pray for people in restaurants. Pray for people in malls. Pray for people everywhere you go. Prophesy. Let the Holy Ghost use you. Is this okay? Hallelujah. I feel like somebody is going to get a mantle today. I'm, gonna, I'm praying the Holy Ghost mantle of authority and apostolic blessing. If you want a mantle right now, lift your hands, stand to your feet, and say, I believe it. I believe it. Come on, keep worshiping the Lord. In the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I feel in the Holy Ghost. I feel in the Holy Ghost to say something to you right now. There are backsliders in this area that God is speaking to right now. There are backsliders in their homes that God is talking to right now. And they're coming back. I said they're coming back. We have a heritage of being worshipers. We have a heritage of Holy Ghost anointing. We have a heritage of Holy Ghost power. We have a heritage of miracles. And we might as well go ahead and have it. Remain standing for just a moment. Our heritage, folks, our heritage is not this little, oh, Lord, I love you. Our heritage is full of passion. Our heritage is shouting. Come on. Our heritage is reaching out to God. Amen. That other word we need is the power of the Holy Ghost. Everybody say the power of the Holy Ghost. The power of the Holy Ghost. We don't need power just for the sake of power, but we need power to reach people around us. They can feel the power of the Holy Ghost. I looked at a lady one night in a church where I was preaching, and I said, tonight, God, God is going to heal you, and God is going to give you the Holy Ghost. I did not know she had a brain tumor. If I'd have known that, I probably wouldn't have said that. God's going to heal you and give you the Holy Ghost. And about that time, she screamed out, and she said, I'm healed, and began to speak in tongues. Now, I feel that same power here right now. Anybody here that wants the Holy Ghost, let me tell you, all you've got to do is repent of your sins and say, God, forgive me of my sins. I ask you to cleanse me and then lift up your hands and your voice and begin to speak with other tongues as the Spirit of God gives the utterance. This is our heritage. This is a Pentecostal. This is an apostolic church. This is a glorious church. This is a God-fearing church. Lay, lay your hand on somebody that needs the Holy Ghost. Lay your hand on somebody that 
needs their healing. Lay your hand on someone that needs a blessing right now. In the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You are a great people with a great heritage. I said, you're a great people. This church is a great church with a great heritage, but don't let us lose the joy. Tabernacle of joy, let's keep the joy. Tabernacle of joy, let's keep the prophecy moving. Tabernacle of joy, let's keep speaking in tongues. Tabernacle of joy, let's keep prophesying. Come on, stretch your hand out right now and prophesy. Prophesy to yourself. The Lord is on my side. Woo! I just feel like telling somebody the Lord is on your side today. I was going through a, a real severe trial, and, and there was a man of God that sent me a scripture, and it was uh, Psalm 118. I don't think I can put it on the screen. Psalm 118, verse 5 and 6. In my distress, everybody say, in my stress, I called upon the Lord. And the Lord answered me and set me in a large place. Let me stop right there. This church is going to a larger place. Not only physically, but spiritually. Do you believe that? But there are some of you personally, God is going to set you in a large place. The Lord is on my side. Verse number six. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear what can man do unto me. And you know what I started doing? I just started walking around saying, the Lord is on my side. The Lord is on my side. The Lord is on my side. Ah, Sister Lee, say it. The Lord is on my side. The Lord is on my side. Yes, he is. There, the Lord is on your side. The Lord is on my side. The Lord is on my side. And I begin to say it, the Lord is on my side. Say it, brother. The Lord is on my side. Say it again. The Lord is on my side. Say it one more time. The Lord is on my side. The Lord is on my side. Who is on your side? Hast thou not known? Hast thou not heard the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is he weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord, the Lord is on my side. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their the Lord is on my side. Say it again. The Lord is on my side. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Hallelujah. Say it. The Lord is on my side. The Lord is on my side. Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The Lord is on my side. Come on. Somebody say it. The Lord. The Lord is on my side. I don't care what kind of depression, 
I don't care what kind of devil has come against you. The Lord is on your side. The creator of the ends of the earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many feel the Holy Ghost here right now? Huh. You want the Holy Ghost. Is there time for anybody to come down here or just stand where they are? If you want the Holy Ghost, come right down here. If you want healing, come down here. If you need strength, if you're, if you're under depression and you, you need it to leave your life, I want you to come and stand right down here because the Lord is on your side right now. The great creator is here right now. The great, the great one, the only one, the, the mighty God, here they come. Come on down in Jesus' name. Come on down in the name of the Lord, and you're going to receive what you need from the Lord right now because he is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we ask or think. Everybody in the house, lift your hands now. And let's thank God for what he's going to do right now. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, for the glory of God, you are the mighty God. You are the one that heals and helps. Yes, yes, yes. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's it. That's the Holy Ghost. Whatever you need, He has it for you today. In the name of Jesus. Come on, stretch your hands. Let's, let's pray right now. In the name of Jesus, right now. Chains are broken. Lose healing right now in Jesus' name. Come on. That's it, that's it. Just, just release it. In the name of Jesus, pray for one another right now. Just touch each other right now. Pray for one another. In the name of Jesus, I lose healing. I lose clarity. I lose God's direction right now. Come on. Come on. The Holy Ghost is here in this place. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on. Wholeness. 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 I speak. Wholeness. It's yours, come on There is healing right now, it's yours Just reach out There can be a restoration In the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus, Arakasanda Rakasanda Yarabato Rakasanda. Some of you need to prophesy. Some of you need to release the prophetic. Harakasanda Rarabatada. In the name of Jesus, Arakasan, have your way. 
have your way, oh Lord. Healing right now. There are a bunch of people that need healing. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I lose healing. I lose healing. I lose healing. Receive it right now. Receive healing right now. Release restoration right now. I see people coming back. I see God speaking to those right now. Some of us need to just press in further. Some of us just need to push. There is, there is a heritage here in this place. Speak healing right now. I speak healing right now. I speak comfort right now. I speak clarity right now. I speak visions and dreams. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. People are still reaching out to God right now. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, let's give him praise all over this place. Let's let's thank him right now. Let's thank him right now. He is worthy. He is worthy to be praised. Come on, let's give him praise. Come on, let's break forth in praise for what he is about to do. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, let's, let's give him praise all over this place. Let's give him praise for a moment. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Lord. Come on, let's give him praise. 
Hallelujah, Jesus. There are still people praying. Why don't we stretch our hands and just pray for them? Amen. Let's create an atmosphere where the Spirit of God can touch them and move. Father, right now, there are people needing the Holy Ghost. Father, touch them one more time. Lord, touch them. Touch their faith today. That's it, that's it. Just, just, just. That's it, that's it. That's it, that's it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Spirit is still moving. Why don't we just yield ourselves right now? The Spirit is still moving here in this place. There's another wave that is coming. You just lift your hands right now. Come on. Church, just, just lift your hands and entertain the Lord right now. Just close your eyes. There's another wave that is coming. Those people that are sitting in the pews right now, a wave is coming. Just lift your hands right now. I lose you right now. I lose anointing right now. Lord, I lose those giftings. Come on. There's a mental waiting for you to claim right now. Come on, hungry people. Let's move. Lose it in Jesus' name. Come on, let your tongue go. All that you want me to have, I receive it. All that you want me to have, I take claim it. Change, change are being shaken off from you. Dreams and visions, Lord, prophetic right now. This is that which was spoken of the prophet Joel. This is that. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Shall we just give him praise one more time? Let's love the Lord. Let's love the Lord with all our heart, soul, mind and strength. Come on, just love him for a moment. Thank you, Jesus. Again, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Uh, you know, just want to let you know that this wasn't planned. 
the Lord knows exactly what He's doing. This is who we are. I say again, turn to your neighbor, this is who we are. There is power. And there's anointing. There is a prophetic generation and we are that prophetic generation. Don't settle for anything less. We are extraordinary people. We are in the final hours and God's going to raise you up. God put you in this time and in this season for a reason. God's not going to put all the substitutes, all those that are sitting on the bench. God is raising you up. But you need to allow the Holy Spirit in order for you to break through, you got to break loose. I say again, in order for you to have your breakthrough, you got to break loose. You got to break loose of all tradition. You got to break loose from all the limitations that you place upon yourself. You got to break loose. I say again, you got to break loose. I don't care what people have done to you. I say God is raising you up. God is using all those things to give you that passion that you were looking for. Come on, just leave your hands right now. Lord, I'm asking you to break, Lord, break loose of all our tradition, break loose of all our strongholds right now. Come on, come on, break loose. Break loose right now. In the name of Jesus, come on. Come on, people are still receiving. People are still coming down to receive the Holy Ghost. Don't be afraid. You've got to break loose of, of, of whatever people will think about you. But you've got to desire it. Amen. You've got to desire it. This is your time. If there is a breakthrough, this is your time. God's going to break loose every change. If, if you just yield yourself for a moment. Come on, come on church Lift your hands one more time Another wave is coming in the name, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Come on, come on, there are people receiving the Holy Ghost right now. It may be your time, it may be your hour. I prophesy, I lose you right now. I lose every hurt. I lose every, every trust that you've given right now. That you will begin to trust the Lord. That you will not lean on your own understanding. That's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. Come on, come on. One more time, come on. Just lift your hands right now. That's it, that's it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. People are receiving the Holy Ghost. Come on. That's it. 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 
the fire Lord I'm asking you God to pour down fresh fire I'm asking you God to pour down fire consuming fire that's it that's it that's it it's the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That's it, that's it. That's it, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. You know, there are still people reaching out, there are still people praying. I'm not shutting down the service, but if you have to go, I understand. But there are still people that want to pray through. There are still people that want to reach out. We are not going to stop this right now. There are still people wanting to go deeper. Amen. But if you have to go, I understand. Okay. So again, I'm not going to shut this down. The Holy Ghost is here in this place. Let's give God praise because one just received the Holy Ghost. Come on. One just received the Holy Ghost. Let's give God praise. Hallelujah. Let's give Him praise. She's got another Holy Ghost. Another one received the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on. Let's give God praise. Hallelujah. It's happening, folks. It's happening. This is that. Let's give God the praise and the honor. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I'm sure some of you are healed, but you don't know yet. Amen. I'm sure. If you know that you are healed, come sex me so that we can celebrate the goodness of God. Amen. Okay, I don't say, I say that I'm not going to close, but I'm going to make one lasting statement. This is who we are. This is our heritage. And I'm not going to water this down because the world is looking for this. There are still miracles that are still happening. My God has not stopped performing miracles. I say a big amen. He is still a miracle working God. And like what it says, God's going to open doors for us to meet the prime minister. Don't be afraid. Ministers, that we will be prophetic and give them direction. Because they are looking for direction. Amen. 
It is no coincidence what God has done this week and the things that we talk about in the Spirit that Brother Trammell don't even know. Amen. And God is bringing us back to the, the heritage of who we are. This is what it looks like, all DCDs. In fact, DCD has already begun. Come on, everybody say amen. We will stretch, we will pray, we will not make our, our guests uncomfortable, but we want to give them an opportunity for the Spirit to move. Amen. Sometimes we got to help them a little bit. Amen. By, by you praying, by you responding in worship, remember that. Brother Willoughby said, you may not be the one that is praying for somebody, but you create an atmosphere. You praise God. You worship God. You just pray ahead of them. Amen. This is who we are. I say again, we are not toning down. I say again, turn to your neighbor say, we are not toning down. Amen. You know what the Bible says in the books of Acts? They fill Jerusalem with the apostles' doctrine. We're going to fill, <laughs> we're going to fill Singapore. Not just only Singapore. JB, Malaysia, Indonesia with the apostles' doctrine. And we're going to believe for miracle signs and wonders. We're going to believe prophetically. We're going to believe that God's going to use you in your workplace and you say things that your boss needs to hear and God give direction to your boss until God, that you will get a promotion. <laughs> Amen. I believe that it's possible that God's going to give us promotion. Amen. How many of you want promotion? Lift your hands. Father, in the name of Jesus, right now, by the authority. Lord, I lose the prophetic right now. I lose promotion. I lose direction. Lord, we are your people. Lord, we are your people right now. Some of us need jobs. Open those doors, Father, right now. Lord, you are with us. You are for us. I pray God right now If you need, you need a status to be changed to a PR Raise your hands Father right now by the authority and the name of Jesus I pray God for all those status God that has been pending Father right now in the name of Jesus That you will start to do the miraculous Lord That you will change all those employment paths All those S paths Whatever it is To a higher level right now In the name of Jesus God Hallelujah. Come on, let's give God the praise and the honor. Come on, someone, let's begin to praise God as if it has happened. I don't know about you, but I praise God and I see the S pass. I see your promotion. I see all those things. Come on, praise Him. Hallelujah. I praise God for healing. Hallelujah. Oh, come on, let's rejoice. Hallelujah. Thank God for healing. Come on, praise God for that. Thank God for healing. Amen. Amen. Doesn't this feel good that we don't have to stop? Oh man, my goodness. But I have to let the logistic do their work. Okay, we are just on time. 12, 15. 15 minutes, they can carry this down. Again, thank you for coming. There's so much more. That God's going to do. He's already doing it. This is like DCD. Our camp meeting. <laughs> you know, and we are so grateful for the brother Trammell, Bishop Trammell, an elder to remind us about who this is who we are. We don't apologize or ask being so wow because, you know, like the song that we used to sing, I'm so excited and I just can't hear it. 
I'm about to lose control and I think I like it. You know, when God takes over, you just go, whoa. Amen. There's just a freedom. There's such a liberty. There's such a liberty for us to receive things from God. Amen. So shake hands, be friendly. Bless somebody today. Again, it's so great to have you with us. God bless you.